All right, so we got a new jury in, and that uh, I'm swearing Mason and Ireland in okay. for jury duty here. All right, all because right. we've been debating so far. We we only have one juror that's basically hanging the jury at this point as to oh. what is Sliwa's cause of absence. Today. So Sliwa's out today. Sliwa mm-hmm. is out today. They had a wager. Sliwa called or texted Greg at roughly three o'clock this morning, saying, "I don't feel well. Okay. I'm not coming." All in. right, that's a reasonable time to call and say, "I've I've I've done it later." Sure. <laughs> yes, you have <laughs> on many yes. many occasions. Twelve fifty-two. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not feeling it. Good good, good luck. (laughs) Now, he did say that if in the event that we got caught shorthanded, he could do it via Comrex if we had to, but he would really prefer not to. All right. We are just days away from basically most of us being off for a period of time. And so those first last couple of days before vacation are always like, let's just get to the finish line. Yeah, yeah. Start a day or two early. Is he working next week? He is not. Is he, is he planning on working tomorrow? This, we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so he calls Greg, and obviously Brian comes in and does it. Greg did it the first hour for us today. But in addition to that, it's the holidays. In yep. addition to that is the wager that Taylor and Al have had when the Kings and the, the Lakers play each other. Reset the wager. The loser has to wear the winner's jersey. Okay, got okay, it. For so an entire show. For an, well... Nah. Al Ward for a segment last yeah. time and then took it off like it was radioactive. Yeah. All right. Okay. Kings win last night. Yep. Taylor has the jersey ready to go. Nice. No Sliwa. So the mm. everybody on the jury, Brian, Taylor, myself, all of the tweeters today and yes. callers yes. think that this was an attempt to dodge wearing the Kings jersey. Okay. I I tend to think that's probably true. <laughs> but in a show of Lakers solidarity, <laughs> I have an offer for you. Okay. If I wear the Bibby jersey for the entirety of today's show, is Sliwa off the hook? That's up to Taylor. Oh, my. So, Taylor, wow. I would argue Whoa. I'm a more prominent <laughs> Laker voice in this town than Sliwa. The sacrificial Whoa. lamb. I'm wow. offering as a Christmas present a prisoner to Slee. swap. <laughs> exactly. It's a prisoner swap. Yeah. It is a prisoner swap. If I wear the Bibby jersey for the entirety of the Mason and Ireland show today, is Slee off the hook? Wow. Well, Slee's going to be wearing it two times more this year anyway, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think he's off the hook. This, I'll tell you that what. That is a bold gesture, by the way. This is really a nice gesture. Yeah. It is. I, I think, and a hilarious one I, since we're streaming on YouTube yeah, today. I think I think Slee is is setting himself up to catch a waterfall of crap. Yep. And I would like to try and help him avoid your, that. Your gesture doesn't make him any less a lying liar who tells lies. And right. a coward. Lying no, but it deflects. Yeah. 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 It deflects. It, it it's a it's a bigger story. It's like wag the dog, you know. Uh, the president was involved in a sex scandal, right. and then they start a war. Start a war. Start a fake right. war and nobody cares about this. Is sex. why Ireland is a pro because yep. what he is doing right now makes him look great. Yes, yeah, player, except, smart. except the part when I'm walking around in a Mike Bibby jersey. Right. But, but you're doing <laughs> this it. This is a good, strong play. But, it, it, but right. wait, Taylor, and, you and, have it now, and it makes yeah, Alan white chocolate worse. actually. All right. Yeah, oh, it I is. Are, it's it's Jason Williams. Well, that's, oh, you brought white chocolate. Okay, oh, that's right. Yeah, well, I'm a little. I'm I'm. If if I am anything, I am hip. So let's uh, <laughs> let's see how it looks. Hold on. All right. So, Mace, is, uh, do I believe Slee was dodging the bet? Do Do you believe that he could have come to work but chose not to for all of the reasons, including the bet? 
I find in favor of the rest of you. <laughs> the I, prosecution? The prosec- yeah, right. I find in favor of the prosecution. I... Oh, God. That's pretty oh, great. Oh, God. Look at So John's John got Ireland. it on. I will say, a, a uniform that starts with the nickname White does fit well with <laughs> there John is Ireland. On this staff, He puts it's the me. white in white chocolate. <laughs> I, mean, that's, I, do, I do put the white in white chocolate. <laughs> so it's all butter solids. So Not a lot of cocoa. Is Sleek coming in tomorrow? Well, see, that, or is so this that's sort the next, of the, the That's stretch. the next layer of this. Like, Does it make it more or less believable that he was sick today if he he does or does not show up tomorrow. Well, but now it's irrelevant because I'm taking him off the hook, right? Well, he if he shows up tomorrow, does he have to wear this? That's again, this no, is no, 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 yeah, you're, no, you're he's, taking, he's at home. The debt has been right paid. You're filling in for Slee, <laughs> yeah, literally the, filling in no, for Slee. Taylor is is the receiver here, yes. and he has agreed that the okay. debt has been paid. All right, but all right. So if he comes in, then it was a hundred percent the bet. Because if he's sick, I mean, if he's sick, if he, then you don't. Who you misses know. the day of work before the day of work before you go on vacation? Mason. The, wait, no, no, no. Wait a minute. The day of no, 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 no. That's not true. The day of work before the last day of work. Yes. I never miss that one. Yeah. The day before, I do. So you would have taken miss. Wednesday off. No, you take no, no. tomorrow. I take tomorrow off. <laughs> well, yeah, I would not take the Thursday off. Tomorrow, everybody's taking. Yeah, every, there's going to be a stomach I've flu that a, goes around I've tomorrow. I've got a scratchy throat right now. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm already just warning off. you. I'm you look like off. you have a scratchy throat. <laughs> you guys are very jealous of me because I'm already off tomorrow. Because tomorrow night I leave for 12 days. Yeah. All right. So I'm doing Christmas tomorrow morning. Oh, that's I'm right. With my my whole family. Are my you mom. treating tonight like Christmas Eve? Uh. Is Jack going to open you know what his I'm presents? Doing? You know what I'm doing tonight? Hmm. Spinning salad night at Lowry's. Oh, are you? That really I do every year. to get in there. What though? is that? You've got to make, you make reservations like three months in advance. I described spinning salad Tell me night what that is. I don't know Lowry's. what that is. All right. Lowry's, in Beverly the prime Hills. rib in Beverly Hills, yeah. starting on right after Thanksgiving, okay. does a Christmas dinner that is spectacular. Yep. Basically, everybody gets dressed up. They bring a... Uh, cart to your table. They're bringing. They're wearing costumes and stuff. They have right? carolers all dressed like they're from a Christmas carol, okay. singing songs, and they they do this giant flashy spinning salad at your table. Then they get the salad cart out of there and they bring the prime rib cart in, and you pick exactly what you want, and you can get the Yorkshire pudding or the potato, whatever you want, and they just load and it it's up. All really old fashioned. Yeah, and and to get in, they start. You can get in starting at four thirty. The first seating is at four thirty. We're going at 6.30. The last seating is at like 10, and you got to make reservations for next year, like next month. No kidding. Now, yeah. have How do you I ever know seen about that? the spinning salad thing? No. Okay. You ever been to Five Crowns in Corona del Mar? I have, yes. Same thing. Okay. So, Same isn't thing. it like Same a, owner. on a block of ice or something? Yeah, they bring well, it out, and then they spin the salad yeah, bowl around, and it mixes it, it all up? Tongs and they're throwing oh, it's like stuff fantastic. up in the air. And it's fantastic. I feel like this is something I would it's like, enjoy. It's like Benny oh, Hanna for salad. I'll take some videos tonight and send them to you. Yeah. You would enjoy it. Your family would like it more than you. You go there, and you expect Tiny Tim to walk in. It really is. Crutches and everything. It really is very Dickens. God <laughs> Everyone. Yeah, no, it's really that's a great way to celebrate. Yeah, so that's pretend that's Christmas tonight. Eve. And then we'll come back and watch uh, rap presents and watch Love Actually for the nine hundredth time. Yep. And then tomorrow morning we're doing Christmas. And then tomorrow night nothing says Christmas like Hornets Lakers. Yeah, boy. And then straight to Dallas. Can I Just can I raise the bet with Broncos Rams two four and ten? Well, okay. You know you want to? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is how bad this is how bad it's become. The, the standard default with our radio station is if there's a Ram game and a Laker game at the exact same time, since the Rams 
only have 17 games right. and the Lakers have 90. Right. Uh, we put the Rams on 710. Trav, I know. You have hit rock bottom. <laughs> oh, no. You're going to 1110? Lakers, Lakers yeah. on 710. I know. Sunday. You're going <laughs> oh, to 1110. No. Yes. That's how bad this season has become. Wow. Four, the, the Rams are underdogs at home to a 4 and 10 team. What's the line? Two and a half. Two and a half, which is also the over under. Yeah. I, <laughs> I would that take is so true. I would take the Rams with that if I had to bet it. Yeah, I, I we, in our little pickums that we do on Thursdays, I did take the Rams. Oh, uh, a little Baker magic uh, on Christmas right, Day, right? Yeah. So what? What I, I when I did the Rams pre and uh, post, or excuse me, Lakers pre and post for a couple of years, um, we had two Christmas games the two years I did it, but they were both like seven o'clock tips. They were late, so it didn't really... Were they, they were probably home, right? They were home. One was a Clipper home game, I want to say. Okay. At one point. I think they played the Clippers and the Mavs are the two teams I saw them play. Yeah. yeah. And it was late, and it was fun, and it was no... I got to spend the whole day with my family. It really didn't impact like sure. Christmas. This, obviously, Rams game, it's in the middle of the day. I'm going to be up in Santa Barbara for Christmas Eve and Christmas morning, so I got to get down here to... What it, you're be on the road, right? Yeah. What is being away from home from your family at Christmas? And I've never had to do this before. It's weird. Um, I've only been away twice, and both times we were able to come back like right after Christmas. This is... Leave on the night of the 23rd, come back on January 3rd. Mm. So we're basically out for Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Damn. New, New Year's, Year's Eve, New Damn. Year's Day. Um, and uh, I don't know. I'll tell you after it's over. We, yeah. We've never done it before. We, I was talking to Stu Lance last night. We've never had two back east trips in the same month like we have oh, yeah. right now. We have we were back east. I was in D.C. and Philadelphia and everything. And now we're going back. We're going to Miami and Orlando and Charlotte and Atlanta. At least you're going south because up north there's like the polar vortex the polar vortex the cyclone boom the it's game like, tonight we name all these things the, right what's it jags jets tonight right yes it's supposed to be a snow game it's supposed to start going nuts today. snow games are kind of fun to look at they're they're fun to look at until you realize that okay, nothing's actually the happening actually the football's terrible yeah. like once you get your five minutes of oh that's kind of cool yeah in the snow i got i have no interest hey you guys were talking earlier about records that'll never be broken right michael and i brought this up the other day in the air i'm curious what you guys think what which one of these records is more likely to be broken all right will chamberlain's 100 point game or ac green's 1192 consecutive oh, games played that's easy different AC I, I think it's it's got to be the ac green right nobody's <laughs> no. scoring 100 right, nobody's scoring no, 100 it's, nobody's it's, it's I, easy 100 points Really? I, I yes. disagree. I'm going 100 points, too. I, I'm, right, I'm Clay, going A.C. Green. Clay once had 60 in three quarters. It's 37 and one, right? Right. But it's got to be If some such... guy gets hot from three, somebody like Steph, and gets unconscious, then I could see the 100 points. A.C. Green, I mean, a couple of years ago, the guy who led the league in games played led it at 74. Like, the only person who never, ever misses games, no matter what, is um, is Mikhail Bridges in Phoenix has never missed a game in high school, hmm. college, or NBA. No kidding. And he's but he's only in like his third or fourth year. Okay. So he's got to play another eleven or twelve years without ever missing a game. Yeah, I'm not going to hold my breath on either one. I mean, the situation with the hundred's got to be so unique. You've got to you got to score a hundred, and the game's got to be close. Close because enough. otherwise you look. Bad. All right. Well, part after... of what made 81, for example, work is that the Lakers 
were behind for a lot of that game and needed to win. Yes. So that, I mean, people don't feel like that was for a long time. That was just a you know, game. Okay, how about this blow for baseball, to a bad team for a baseball one, Trav? Ted Williams batting four oh six or Pete Rose forty four straight hitting streak. Well, go Rose at forty four, DiMaggio at fifty six. Well, fifty six with DiMaggio. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Let's go DiMaggio. It'll yeah. I think you're going to find here. Here's somebody that I think could have broken it had he spent his entire career in Major League Baseball. It's a dude like Ichiro, right? Yeah. Where you have unbelievable skill as a hitter. You get you get 230 hits a year, right? And you can run, right? Like you, Trey Turner when he was with the Dodgers, he'd get an infield hit or two a week. Yeah, right. right? Rose and, got a lot of infield. Hits. Rose got a lot of infield hits too. I don't think it's going to be somebody like a Freddie Freeman or a Mookie Betts. No, just, I always thought Tony Gwynn might be able to do it. The Tony close, Gwynn came close to three eighty eight. You, you got yeah, three eighty eight, and yeah. then you know what happened? Strike. The strike. Here. The Didn't strike. he have a three eighty eight and a three ninety two? I yeah, think. Yeah, but I one say of those was a strike. Three ninety four okay. was the strike year. Okay. George Brett hit three ninety in a full season in nineteen eighty, right. so he got really close. But I, you have to run really well for both of those streaks. Yep. I, I don't think I think the. All right, how about two months without getting a hit? Is, I also think scouting that, scouting is too good now. Well, they're going to get rid of the shift. Still yeah, get rid of the shift. That's that, going to make a difference. Help. It will that help, help, but also to Bigger bases, clown-sized bases yeah, are coming in. Yeah. That's weird. People pitch differently, though, than they used to. Well, you don't get that third and fourth at-bat off of some guy that's throwing 120 right. pitches. And the other thing is you face a guy throwing 100, then a different guy throwing 100, then a different guy throwing 100, because everybody's going bullpen, 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 right. and you're facing the biggest, liveliest arms I in mean, there. I, Michael got mad at me, because I, I, you know, the year where Wilt averaged... 50 over 50 a game, almost 26 rebounds a night, 48 and a half minutes per game. Damn. Um, didn't win the MVP that year, by the way. Really? <laughs> Wasn't enough. Who got it? Uh, Bill Russell. Russell. Bill Russell. Um, you know, part of what makes that possible, and he got mad at me, JJ Reddick's line is like, you know, they're playing against plumbers and carpenters and all that other stuff. <laughs> it's not that nobody else was good. Like Oscar Robertson averaged a triple double that year, and Elgin put up. It's math. that the 10th guy on the Correct. team is not very it's, good. That's right. what it is. The 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth guy on an NBA roster now is light years better than they were in the 60s. Except, and it's the if, same you're, way, except if you're us. So right. here, <laughs> the same way pitching. <laughs> yeah. Here's what the I'll, exception that proves the rule. <laughs> yes. Here's my last request for you guys because okay. I'm I am off tomorrow. Oh, okay. I am off tomorrow. So Merry <coughs> Christmas to all you guys. Merry Happy Christmas, holidays, all that. Yeah. Uh, enjoy. If Al is here tomorrow, mm -hmm. I don't think he will be. No. But if he is here tomorrow, I need you to interrogate the witness. Oh, no question. Okay, you'll do oh, that. Yeah, no. he, got he, has that. To, he has to call in. Sick. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, he has no choice. But now but to he's call off the hook, now. so it's not. Yeah, but he's still going to no, have no, to no. deal with the fact that he Partially. tried to duck it. Who the yeah. hell's doing your show? Is it like Taylor and Emily? I believe doing the show? it's uh, Green, uh, the I big CY is, is yeah. filling the big in for CY, me okay. tomorrow. Yes, yeah. got it. As, I don't know. I think. I mean, Brian, are you Brian, you got the call? I have not, but as we like to say, it's best of Crane. Yes. Yes. Mason and Ireland coming up next. We'll see you. That's pretty good. Ah! Ah! Yeah. I'm all about giving Chris Morales what he wants. Yeah. I say, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Let's hand the show to Greg and go eat. Nice. <laughs> Let's go. We don't need anything like that. It's that's that's a little overboard. Show. Oh, I'm yeah. going with you guys. I'm hungry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just me and myself. All right, so the Lakers last night. Yeah. By the way, Bourbon, I, I don't know why you... Don't you could totally host a show here. I don't know why you kicked yourself upstairs to uh, upper management I when could you could have been a, a host on the station. Well, because it's just not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, wait a minute. I just talked to Amanda. She's already into vacation. 
You're literally Alexander Haig at this point. You are in charge. Yes. And by the way, next... Oh, I can make my own... I can give myself the job? You literally could send us to lunch right now. Can you sense a theme here? No, I see what you're wanting. All right, see you later. Yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. Bye. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I just thought of something. So is Boss Amanda out next week? She's no. out. She's out the rest of this week and a couple of days next week. Right, yeah, Greg? she's here Tuesday and Wednesday next week. I'm off all next week. I mean, she's off. So am I? Am I in charge? If if both you no, and you're Boss Amanda are no, out, no, does that you mean know, I you, run the show? No, never. you know who is hmm. Jorge. Yes. Jorge. Jorge is oh, yeah. way over you. That's easy. Vote for Jorge. Exactly. Vote for Jorge. Jorge's all decked out. He's got the uh, Christmas cap. He's got yeah. the ready to go. Can I tell you? I was flipping channels yeah. the other day, and Napoleon Dynamite came on. Oh. Stupidest movie ever still totally awesome, holds awesome. Up. absolutely holds up i'm gonna throw this football over that mountain yep yeah it's it's the greatest yeah hey guys, there you go there it is get started early so What's uh, up, there you go there's What's my up, tape foo <laughs> so it is uh you know john this week has been a rough week i have been eating my feelings like crazy well you lost your dog and your dogs are like your kids they I, are i'm like giving you kids. a i'm giving you a free pass to now do you want me <laughs> Do we need to change your Grubhub password again? <laughs> <laughs> we, we just may. We might have. After to. the first Has of the year. Has it gotten after that the bad? After the first of the year. All right. No, we're going to try to return to normal uh, next week 6. after we get to the, uh, through Christmas. Christmas is crazy, man. Uh, my mom and that stepdad, Leo, are going to be here. Juan's dad and his stepmom are going to be here. Uh, we're going to the Christmas Day game, right, the big me, four and ten add, matchups. So, so you don't like Juan's parents? Oh, no, I do. They're great. Then why in the world would you put a lump of coal in their stocking like the Ram Broncos? Because they're game? they're Broncos season ticket holders. Yeah. They 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 chose to come here because they want to see the Broncos and SoFi Stadium. And by the way, that will come true. You will see the stadium and you will see the Broncos. Well, what happens th- after that? I've got no idea. But in their case, I think Russell Wilson's playing, so they can see Russ Cook. Yeah, they can see Russ Cook. Let's ride. Yeah, let's um, ride. Uh, what was that, Bergman? Who's who whispered? Coach like John McVay. McVay is about to call us. Oh, right okay. Now. We're All going right. to kick the show off with a bang. Excellent, excellent. What was uh, the question we wanted to ask him last week, John? Oh, I got it. Mm. Oh, okay, you got it. Yeah, okay, yeah. good. No, it, it's about why. It, it's about guys playing both ways. You know, it happens right. in high school. Yep. Now it's starting to happen in college. Yep. Um, I'm wondering. You know, McVay is very innovative. Mm-hmm. And sure is. It, it, this started because Darius Slay, the cornerback for the Eagles. Is, is lobbying Nick Sirianni to play both ways. Right. He thinks that if he is catching passes from Jalen Hurts, that he's going to get 5,500 yards receiving. I don't think he will, no. but he thinks that. But it's an interesting idea. And, and we welcome to the show Sean McVay, the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams. Happy holidays, coach. How you holding up? Happy holidays to you guys as well. Um, all right, so we were just talking about something. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Darius Slay, the, the corner for the Eagles, who's a really good player, is lobbying Nick Sirianni to play both ways. Now, you're about as innovative of a, of a play caller as I've ever seen. Have you ever thought about going down that road? You've got some freak athletes on defense, and you've got some great athletes on offense. Or at the NFL level, is that too risky to play a guy both ways? Yeah, I mean, there's certain guys that are certainly capable of it. When you talk about some of our defensive guys, you know, Aaron's lobbied to uh, maybe catch a pass before on the goal line. But Jalen's lobbied to catch a fade down in the tight red area, which they both could do it. Um, You know, what you want to be cognizant of is because you try to be as efficient with your time is how do you allocate their time throughout the week and 
kind of that risk reward. There's certainly players that are definitely capable of being able to do it, but you have to be able to manage it. Um, you know, I can remember Troy Brown did that for the Patriots a couple years ago. Obviously, Dion's done it, and there's guys that are capable of doing it, and I certainly believe that we have those guys on our team if need be, but uh, that's not something that we've really looked too far into because, God forbid, if something were to happen with those guys being in a different role, I'd have a tough time looking Mr. Kroenke in the eye and oh, yeah. saying uh, why we did that. Yeah, yeah, totally get that. So I was looking at the game uh, that you guys played in Green Bay, and my my thought was through the entire game, man, it must be cold. Man, it must be cold. Now, I, I, you went to Miami of Ohio. I went to Bowling Green. Uh, we, we know what cold is like. Since you moved to L.A., do you still – does it feel colder? Has your blood thinned out so that cold feels colder than it did before? No, I don't think so. You know, Brendan Berger does a great job of, of keeping us warm. There's a, you know, a lot of uh, hand warmers in those pockets of mine on the jackets and things <laughs> like that. And just once the game gets going, that's kind of where you're focused. Um, Sean, there was a really, I don't know if you've seen it, but there's a really cool video going around the internet right now where Ron Rivera, the head coach of the Commanders, tells Jeremy Reeves that he's made the Pro Bowl as a starter on special teams. Reeves has been a practice squad guy, Sean, for four years. And he it was super emotional and, and really fun to watch. I'm wondering, you've told us before that the worst part of your job is when you have to make cuts, when you got to tell a guy that, that you're not going to keep them. I'm guessing this is the opposite. You're young in your career, but if you had that experience yet where you got to tell a guy that, that maybe worked his way up from the very bottom that he made it to the Pro Bowl, or is that maybe something that's yet to come in your career? Yeah, you know, not, not a story quite quite like that, but that, that is a really – that's a special thing when you see guys that have, you know, overcome whether it be adversity or work through some different things to get to where they are now and the appreciation and the gratitude that they have, you know – but, you know, there's certainly a bunch of examples of seeing good things happen to great people here over the last handful of years. And, and then on the flip side, I would say I've learned as much this year with as much adversity and challenges as we've gone through about, you know, the real resilience that our players have demonstrated, the consistency that they continue to come to work with. Um, you know, so that, I have not seen that video, but that sounds like it's an awesome deal. You know, uh, Kelly Stafford had a great guest on her podcast this week. It was uh, Matthew Stafford. <laughs> and uh, Matthew on the podcast said he's definitely coming back next year. There was this idea out there that, well, I mean, injuries and concussion, and is he going to come back? Was, there, was that any surprise to you, or have you had that sense all along? Yeah, I haven't. I, I had never gotten an inclination otherwise. I think um, – I think people kind of, you know, draw conclusions based on some things that are accurate out there and some things that are inaccurate. And so, you know, there's always stories. That's what makes the NFL great. But uh, that that news did not surprise me. Uh, Sean McVay, head coach of the Rams, is joining us. Coach, you actually have a game on Christmas Day this year. First time in the 80-year history of the Rams that they're going to play on Christmas Day. I'm curious, have you done any Christmas shopping I mean, you're newly married. You got to get Veronica something. I would imagine you've you've got other people in your family you need to take care of. Do you? But you're. I know you, and you're a film guy, and you're at the facility at six o'clock in the morning. Did you lean on Veronica to do all the shopping, or did you get any done, or did you do it all online? How'd you handle it? Well, first, fortunately, Veronica handles uh, all that stuff, and then I, I kind of. Uh... You know, the, the nice thing is, is in a lot of instances, you can make a call or order some stuff and you don't necessarily have to go as many places. So <laughs> I've got 
always has my back and then uh, usually my mom takes care of me as it relates to getting gifts for my wife so I, I got two ladies in my life that that help alleviate that stress so uh, Baker Mayfield now has a couple of weeks under his belt how much of the offense has he absorbed you have a complex offense how much of it has he absorbed yeah I, I mean we haven't been able to really run much anything that assembles our offense relative to not just that but you know, the amount of injuries that we've had in general. I mean, you're playing with a handful of guys that weren't here in training camp. And so um, to say that, you know, I, I, I would say this, he's done an incredible job in a short amount of time uh, absorbing and digesting a lot of information. And to be able to play that position is, uh, you know, one of the most difficult positions in all of sports, if not the most difficult. So I've been incredibly impressed. But, you know, to, to put a percentage on it wouldn't be accurate because, um you know, this year has been anything but normal relative yeah. to the amount of different moving parts that we have week in and week out. And, and so um, he's really done an outstanding job, and he's been a joy to work with these last couple weeks and looking forward to it for the last three this season. All right, Sean, on that subject, we didn't get to talk to you last week because you guys have had a quirky schedule. You've been playing Thursdays and Mondays, and, and this is the first time we've talked to you in a couple of weeks. How in the world did you get him ready for that Raider game? And I'm, I'm sure you're going to credit him because he obviously studied some stuff. But did was it as simple as like, like when we used to play on the on, on the schoolyard, and you just tell the guy to go down and and run a square out, or or, or was it more common? How did you, in a nutshell, how did you get a guy ready in 24 hours to play an NFL game? You know, it's a it's a real credit to him, number one, and then I think you know Zach Robinson and Liam Cohen deserve a, a whole lot of credit for the time spent with him and. And then he's a really smart, conscientious guy, and, and he has done some things in terms of concept carryover where, where our verbiage to what he had used in Cleveland and, and what we do, there are some similarities. And, and being familiar with some of the vernacular that they've used, you could kind of be able to translate it. But, um, you know, he deserves a, a ton of the credit. And then I thought guys around him, you know, I thought the other 10 teammates that he had, you know, there are some universal languages and terms that, that you can utilize. But what he did is um, – you know, it certainly is something that I had never seen before, and it'll be one of those uh, nights that you'll always remember, and it was, uh, it was a special thing and, and uh, certainly takes special people to be able to get that done like Baker. Coach, we've uh, talked about all the injuries. Travis Rogers was just here does the games for us. He said like 10 starters or 11 starters or something like that. Does that mean you have to do more coaching because you've got different players out there than you normally would? I don't know about more coaching, but more adjustments, um, you know, more flexibility is necessary than ever. And, and then, you know, there's a lot of late adjustments relative to, uh, you know, yeah, th this has been something that I've never dealt with before, but I don't know necessarily more coaching as much as you just have to have some agility and continue to pour into these guys. And, and like I said earlier in the call, when they come with the consistency that they have and just continue to go to work, um, it's easy to want to work for them and try to help put them in good spots. And, and ultimately it's about, hey, let's go play to the best of our ability and, and uh, let the chips fall where they may. All right, John, last thing for me. When Russell Wilson, who you're going to see uh, this weekend, who you're going to see on Sunday, he, he does a really good job of keeping plays alive with his feet. When he starts to do that, when he starts to scramble around, what do you want your defense to do? Do you want him to stay where they are? Because if they leave the area, he's going to throw it there. But if you don't run after him and you leave him all that time to throw, he's going to kill you. What do you tell people when you're facing Russell Wilson about how to defend against him? Yeah, I mean, the first thing is you have to do a great job with your rush lane integrity. 
Um, and then, you know, depending upon whatever coverage that we're, we're playing on the back end, you know, if, if he does extend plays, you've got to be ready to plaster to whoever the nearest eligible is. Um, or if you're in a, a match man coverage, then you've got to be able to stay connected. But, you know, rush coverage always go together. And, uh, you know, these great players like Russell Wilson make it real challenging and difficult. But that's where the discipline and, and playing all 11 as one is key and critical to your defensive success. All right. Well, listen, Coach, have a uh, have a great Christmas. Be there Christmas Day uh, at SoFi Stadium versus the Broncos. We appreciate you coming on as always, man. Okay, thanks. There's uh, Coach Sean McVay uh, of the uh, Rams, who's got his work cut out for him. For I mean, uh, it's unbelievable the number of different players that they've had to throw out there. Well, like year. he said, there's never been a comparison to this. And and to their credit, there's a lot of guys playing that. I mean, I'm not sure if I was Jalen Ramsey, I would keep playing. I, that's what I don't know. Why is Jalen Ramsey still playing? Because he wants to. They, they've had a bunch of guys shut themselves down. We were talking Bobby Wagner's another guy who has not, I One, guess, quote-unquote, yeah. shut himself down. Well, they get paid a lot of money. Yeah, they do. And I think they, they feel like they want to play. They, I mean, LeBron plays every night. Sure. I mean, last night I did a game with no AD, no Austin Reeves, no Russell Westbrook. LeBron goes out there anyway and well, fills it up. Let's talk about that uh, coming up next because there's a bunch of rumors and stuff floating around out there. Plus, there is a very underappreciated food that we eat every Christmas Eve that I think you guys all hate. Okay. That's coming up. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. Okay, so we've narrowed it down to three dogs. I just tweeted them out. I do not believe we can go wrong. Okay. Uh, there is one. Are they that, all the same breed? No, they're all shelter guys. Uh, one is a kind of a fluffier tailor, uh, uh, terrier. Okay. One is kind of a wiry-haired ter- terrier. And then oh, they look they they look a little bit like Fredo. And they do. And then there's a little guy who's only two months old that we're looking at the dark chocolate brown one. Well, that's the one that will make your life like my life. Exactly. That's exactly. the puppy two, that you got to train from the old. beginning. Yeah, we're going to do it. His we're, name is Boomer? Boomer. I like that yeah, name Yeah, Boomer's a, a good name. He's also next to a, was it a poinsettia? What is it called? Yeah, a, by the way, they've got him pictured next to a poinsettia. And is just it, this public- Isn't it a poinsettia? Aren't you guys leaving a, a syllable uh, out we there? We call it Noche Buena. That's what we call it. <laughs> uh, so, uh, like Bergman, you're going to make a point. Public service announcement. Dogs- uh, are can be poisoned by a poinsettia. You actually yes. don't want to keep dogs near your poinsettia or your poinsettia. They're, either one. They're both very pretty, but still, you don't want your dog anywhere near this. So putting a picture with it, I actually don't trust that dog anymore. You, well, well, wait, it's, it's not, not the, the dog's dog. fault. <laughs> well, you know, if the, if the owners are doing this to him, I don't know. But, right, kinda, yeah, but you can't blame the dog for them posing I, the dog uh, in the I shelter. I appreciate Boomer's discipline being yeah. right next to the poinsettia <laughs> to and not, not eat eating it. it. He did not even oh, take so a I guess there's a, that's that a be, That's a better way to look at it. He's not going to eat your stuff. Very smart. Oh, Very smart. Like All right, hey, so you were asking McVeigh about cold. Yes, okay. cold. And how cold it was in Green Bay. Did you see what Booger McFarland said about how he used to handle the cold? He was at that game. He was at that Rams-Packers right. game on Monday. And I I want – this is what he says he used to do, and I want you to tell me if he's being honest or if he's pulling our leg. Here it is. And a little trick of the trade. In the summertime, we have Gatorade, but in the wintertime, no Gatorade. We're going to have a little chicken broth over here in our Gatorade cooler. And if you're like me, I have a little shot of something over here, maybe something a little stronger on the side, just to give you a little warmth down your throat, maybe a little whiskey. I'm not saying that everybody does it. I'm just telling you what I did to try to stay warm on the sideline. And then for three and a half hours, we got to deal with the elements, up and down. On So that's an interesting. Is, there a pro- is it a proven fact that drinking 
alcohol does warm you up. Yeah, well, it depends what you drink, but also that they put chicken broth in a Gatorade cooler. Yeah, I've I've worked sidelines for a lot of never football saw chicken games. broth. Never, I've seen the the you know the heaters, the space heaters, right? The main, I've, and I've never seen anybody doing shots on the sidelines. Is he is doing he, shots? Is he putting one over on doing us? Doing shots. Um, you know. I, the the thing that comes to mind is that the uh, when the Red Sox were down 0-3 to the Yankees uh, in what year Cowboy was that? Cowboy Up. Co- Cowboy Up. Yeah, um, and 2004. Jason, Jason Veritek said everybody's going to drink a shot before each game, and they all did it, drank a shot before yeah. each game, and they came. They were the first team ever to come back from 0-3. So uh, there, there is proven fact that you're perform- – I don't, I don't know. The NFL is such a difficult sport. I don't know if I would want to be uh, – imbibed or impeded yeah. by alcohol i would not be i'd have a tough enough time without it but there you go it's yeah. out there by the way is it true uh, it is true that um that i get cold super easy now since i've been out here for so long yeah i do think there's a change in your body like I, I I grew up in snowstorms and blizzards and all that stuff, but it's been thirty years. So yeah. now I am it, definitely uh, I'm if, if I'm if I if I get bothered by cold, that means I'm warm blooded, right? Correct. Yeah, I'm that. I uh, like if I'm playing golf in the morning when it's cold, right. I have to wear really thick socks or I can't feel my feet. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm a wuss. Yeah. I, I when it gets fifty here, I'm like, are you kidding me? That is so friggin' cold. And I used to live in, you know, zero degrees. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, John, last night, Lakers lose. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, they were missing a lot of guys. Uh, they missed uh, Westbrook and AD and Austin Reeves. And it was LeBron against the world. And Sacramento is actually pretty good, above 500. Uh, good looking team. I mean, I, DeMontis Sabonis was fantastic. Darren Fox, was great, all those guys. Yeah. Um, the, the problem with the Lakers is. First of all, you don't expect them to win without all those guys. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's fair to say I don't think we're going to win that game um, going in. But it does raise an issue about depth. And again, those those three, you're missing probably, uh, you're missing LeBron, AD, uh, Westbrook. You could, probably, you could make the case that you're missing your second, third, and fourth best players. Points. Right? Yeah. Um, but the Lakers were not constructed with that level of depth depth to be able to deal with that and one of the things that was pointed out uh, on twitter that i noticed today is uh, it was some lousy clipper fan who said well we played without Kawhi and without paul george for x number of games and they were able to stay afloat because the clippers are built with depth is that a fair point yeah but i i would argue that if you look at last year's team yep. that missed the playoffs there were a bunch of old guys who you really couldn't count on to be there every day. Guys right. like Carmelo Anthony and Dwight Howard and, you know, that gang. They went out specifically and signed younger, more athletic people around the edges. Yes. The problem is the stars are all in their 30s. Yes. Um, but guys like Troy Brown and Lonnie Walker and Austin Reeves and Dennis Schroeder were all brought in because they were younger and more athletic. Right. Um, the the issue is though the the Lakers will tell you anybody will tell you because of LeBron and AD and to a certain degree Russ the Lakers might be the most top heavy roster in the league. Yeah, all the money is going to the the big three, going to Westbrook, LeBron. So you're limited in how much depth, depth you, you can, can actually have. afford. Right, right. Um, I think 
and I know Laker fans don't want to hear this, but I think if the Clippers stay healthy, they're the favorite to win the whole thing. God. Um, but they've never stayed healthy. Right. Especially Paul George and Kawhi. Just never. So when the chips are down and they need to be healthy and play. Like last night they had everybody healthy. Yeah. Charlotte stinks, but they just destroyed Charlotte. Yes, yes. Uh, Lakers get Charlotte tomorrow night. Uh, so the Clippers are really deep, and they have five guys on their bench that might start for the Lakers. You right. Know, guys, like Luke Kennard would start for us. Yes. Robert Covington would start for us. Zoo might start Probably, for us. Yeah, yeah, definitely could you know, start. Um, so they're, they're a lot deeper, but I, I'm convinced the Lakers are going to make a trade. I just don't know which trade they're going to make. Um, I think Rob has said since the start of the season, I think he actually prefaced, prefaced it with, let me be abundantly clear. I'm going to use these picks to give LeBron the best chance to win a title. So I think he's going to move them. I just don't know. Like, for example, Zach Levine. Yeah, now you're talking. It seems like Chicago is circling the drain and they're going to need to blow things up. Yep. Would you give up both picks for Zach Levine? In a second. Yesterday. Really? Absolutely. Then you can't make any more trades after that. Exactly. You're adding an all-star caliber player. Isn't that the whole idea? The idea is if you can Uh, add an all-star caliber player, then you trade the picks. To me, it's an absolute no-brainer. So let me ask you this. Yeah. You'd rather have him than Boyan Bogdanovich? Yes. Would you rather have him than Buddy Heels and Miles Turner? Yes. You'd probably get both of them. Yes, I would. Well, see, see what Zach the Levine is? is my, is my got, first choice. You've only got one move here. You know, if Kyrie... Star-driven yeah. effing town. If the Nets weren't like Star on this... Star effing driven town. If the Nets weren't on some seven or eight game winning streak, you, you could make a run at Kyrie. But now I don't think they're going to trade him. No. And you, I'm guessing, would rather have Levine than Kyrie anyway, right? <laughs> Because you think Kyrie is too much drama? He is. It's too much drama. Too much drama. You're, come on. We live in drama land. Let's go. Oh, God. Can you imagine? We would be taught. Oh, God. Kyrie has been really good during this winning streak for the Nets, too. Yeah. All right. Uh, coming up next for you, going to spin the wheel of questions. It is our Today is uh, the last show that Ireland and I will do together in 2022. This is the end. This is the Mason and Ireland Christmas Spectacular <laughs> on 710 ESPN. So uh, it's our uh, Christmas Spectacular. <laughs> Weird Christmas uh, Eve is... Uh, it's all messed up in my head because I got my mom and Leo tomorrow, then I got uh, one's dad and son, son, Christmas Eve, and then Christmas Day, and then we're done. Uh, then I'm getting a dog, then I'm buying a car. Wow. Lots, a lot of big things <laughs> going on in stuff, your life. Yeah. I'm buying a uh, late model uh, Mazda. Okay. 2020 Mazda 5. Is John Patterson helping you out? Yes, he is. Well, then yes, you're, he in good, is. you're in good hands. It's so. a good ride. It's a yeah. good ride. So uh, it's our Wheel of Questions time. Jorge, do you want to give the uh, Wheel yeah, of Questions? Yeah, forget about that. Sorry, Julio, what are you doing over there? <laughs> all right, it's all Christmas questions on the Wheel. T- oh, look, it's not really a hypothetical, but it's an interesting question for the holidays. John Ireland, would you rather give or receive gifts? Give. Yeah. Way more fun to give. Yeah, I don't need anything. I'd, I'd rather surprise somebody and give do something nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm in a very giving mood. Do you have something uh, special for Lisa? Not- Or does she go shop for herself? I was just going to say, not that she doesn't know about, 
Okay. You know, in some years I do have something that she doesn't know about, but not this year. This year, everything that she's getting, she at some point during the year asked me for. And then, what's number one on Jack's Christmas list? iPhone 14. Uh, so, does he have the 13? He has a, the seven. The, oh man, yeah. So he's, he, his life is about to change. He needs he yeah. needs him the 13. Yeah. Uh, all right, Bergman, giving or receiving? I know it's Hanukkah, but giving or receiving? Yeah. So, John, that was very sweet and kind of you. I never get gifts, so screw all that. I want all the gifts. Somebody give me. <laughs> somebody. So give nobody me a gift. gives you gifts. <laughs> I'm no. giving you points for honesty. <laughs> I want all the gifts, and I'm terrible at giving them. So yeah, just why does nobody gifts. give you gifts? I don't know. Like my kids, my my daughter Riley did not even give me a birthday gift she's 10 you idiot she's yeah, what do you want she's a little she's kid what is every year okay. what's she gonna do like the hand where prints in the clay where's and... she getting money okay. to buy you she, a gift she either makes something and she has plenty of money um but she like she gets gifts all that she gets money for gifts all the time she got her mom three gifts mm-hmm. what were they for her birthday what were they i, I don't remember well obvious, yeah, were they nice? obviously her mom is kissing up to what her is, more than you are and i got nothing yeah. what's it like card. like uh, you go nothing. to a coloring book and you color something then you stick your hand in what does it Ten-year-old ask for. She's eleven. Okay, what does an eleven-year-old ask for? She asks for cosplay stuff, anime stuff. She likes those. She dresses uh, up as what for cosplay? Different anime characters. You yeah. know, don't they have a big anime convention oh, here yeah, every year? Yeah, uh, yeah a bunch I, of I uh, crazy that, people walking around. Give me any gifts? So I don't. Know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Bergman, so you want to receive? I want to receive all the gifts. Yeah. Give me some gifts. I get nothing. Jorge, ever. where are you on this? I'm with Bergman on this one. I want to receive this year. I always give. Really? Yeah. Good for you, yeah, Jorge. I want to be like you this year, bro. What do you want? I, what do you need? You don't need <laughs> no, anything. What does Jorge need? <laughs> no, I just, I just want to, whatever comes. Now, did you and buy gifts something. for Brenda and oh, yeah. uh, for Maite? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's got something she has no idea is coming. Yeah. yeah. Does, uh, did Maite ask for something, or you guys just get her stuff? No, you know what? We got her into writing a letter. We watched this movie called Claws on Netflix. Yeah. It talks about the Good whole movie. process, right? Okay. And then they write letters there. All right. So we got her into writing a letter. So she scribbled a letter and then oh, good. she mailed it in and she's getting whatever. Did she got. send it to Santa yeah. in the mail? So yeah. did you know that you can adopt letters through the U.S. postal system? Huh. So I, I do this every year. I did it this year. Um, they, they take all the kids that write a letter to Santa and drop it in the mail with a stamp. Um, and a lot of the kids are not going to get this stuff. They're right. really going to ask Santa. So I bought a pair of, uh, of running shoes and I bought a, an iPad for some little girl in, uh, Los Alamitos, uh, this year. Cause she had taken a letter. She'd written it. Dear Santa, I would really like blah, 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 running shoes in a, in a iPad. So we sent those to her in lieu of Santa being involved. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah it's a really idea. neat thing. I would I mean, rather it's still coming from Santa. I would all always, always, always rather give. You're helping I, Santa out, right? Yeah, yeah I'm helping yeah. Santa. I don't know. Um, it's awkward, I think, sometimes to receive gifts. Like you put the plastered smile on your face, like and no then, matter what it is, and then you say, I "Wonder where I could take that back." <laughs> you always. This is great. Yeah. So, this John, is just Lisa, what I always wanted. Lisa's ready to kill me every year because she can see by the look on my face that I'm taking it back. Oh, she'll really? Just go, I give up. Yeah, she'll get all mad. <laughs> so, John, when you give the iPhone 14, do you say that's from you or from Santa? No, it's from us. We're okay. getting credit for that. Yeah, take, see, that's take the thing. There's, there's a lot of people. I don't think that Santa should ever bring anybody like an iPad or an iPhone. Why? Because not everybody's not everybody gets that from Santa. 
Well, you should give the uh, Santa should give the basically the same types of gifts. What do you want, like a popcorn ball or something? Well, no, like Santa a, like, should give you know, everybody a wooden cart, Lincoln logs, <laughs> like, and Legos yeah. and blocks. And well, well, I think Santa Game should connect bring four. basically the same Jenga average price <laughs> gift. Jenga. <laughs> sure, if that's the gift that they're giving to everybody, then yes. Yeah, Santa should but be no. uniform. Every kid gets Santa, the same. You gift. should take credit for the gift that you give when it's a, it's really expensive like that, and not have Santa give iPads. So did you ever do the, th- we opened gifts on Christmas Eve, and they were like the gifts from my grandmother and from my mom and so all that stuff, and they were wrapped. And then Christmas morning, the Santa gifts were not wrapped at all. We just came downstairs, and there were gifts everywhere. That's how we uh, did Christmas. Do you, do you do anything like that? Who are you asking? Because I don't. I'm I don't know. Jewish. You, oh right, you Jorge. I'm looking in your direction, Jorge. The, the, the one in the Santa cap. <laughs> the shadow from your hat is blocking you. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you? How do you do it? Do no, you, we do the 24th. 24th, we open it at midnight. You open everything yeah. at 24. My taste is up till midnight. Uh 1:30 as of late. Yeah. The big thing for me when we were little kids was I got to drink. My dad would give everybody <laughs> a shot of something called. Is there something called rock and rye? I'm sure. Um, we would all get a shot of rock and rye uh, on Christmas Eve, oh, I and that was a really big deal. My son just turned 21. Oh, yeah. So this will be the first time at Lowry's where he actually could drink if he wants to. Does he drink? No. He, no, he, he doesn't. He's like scared of it. Yeah. Maybe we'll make him have a sip of something. We'll now, see. some people are, yeah, rock and rye. Rock and rye whiskey. Uh, so my my brothers are like impossible. They're probably listening right now. Uh, they're driving around there. So, uh, anyway, Trav, this is you. Uh, my brother's impossible to buy for. So what happens is my uh, my mom goes shopping with my brother Trav, and then Travis says, I really like that, and I would use this, and I could use that. And then my they go your, your away. Your mom will write an email to everybody. Then and my mom goes back and buys the exact stuff that Travis that wanted. he reacted to, yeah. Because otherwise, you know, you, you wind up not happy. I just, I think at this point in life, we have most things and kind of and we're we're lucky when we don't have them we buy them yeah i'm the same way as you yeah yeah so i don't need a lot i'd rather give out stuff yeah i'm handing out stuff uh so uh oh give i never got the to gifts. the what's that said give me all the gifts you you get all the gifts i want them yeah, yeah me and jorge get them all coming your way coming your way Send an ipad this way santa. yeah seriously you want an ipad mine's all write a letter santa broken. Uh, all right, uh, I did not get to the food that you guys are all disgusted by, but we eat every single Christmas Eve. Uh, plus, uh, let me see. I've got so much on this page today. Um, all right, the thing that women do, I'll be curious from you guys, the thing that women do that frustrate guys, frustrate guys, and I, that will go for me too. I, I get frustrated. Uh, Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN.